Thank you, God, for what you've brought me through and what you're teaching me through this. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp, and today on the show we have part one of Charles Stanley, and he's talking to us about wisdom through trials. How many of you have been through a trial and you just don't understand why you're going through it? God, why am I going through this trial? The thing is, God wants to teach us something through every single trial that we go through, and we don't need to actually waste trials. We can use these trials that he brings us through to grow and to deepen our relationship with Him. They're actually a good thing when you look back on them and when you're going through them too because a lot of times you draw closer to God in the midst of them. Here's Charles. Are you going through some trial in your life that you don't understand? You don't know why it had to happen to you. You look back and you ask one or two questions. What did I do to deserve this? You can't come up with an answer. God, why have you allowed this in my life? Can't come up with an answer. And to be truthful and honest, what you want most of all is out of this. I want to escape it. I want freedom from it. I want, I want all this pain and hurt and disappointment and hopelessness and helplessness and all the things that I'm going through. Naturally, I just want out of all this as quickly as possible. Do you think that's the will of God? You say, well, sure it is, because he's a good God. Well, maybe in a few moments you'll realize that God has something far more important from his perspective than simply getting you out of this difficulty, hardship, or trial. Because what I want to talk about in this whole message today, I want to talk about wisdom in the midst of trials. How are we to respond? How does God respond? What is he up to? in allowing all these things to happen. In other words, do you want to benefit from it, or you just want to get bitter and resentful and hostile toward God because of it? There's a choice. I can benefit from whatever difficulty I'm facing, or I can get bitter, blame somebody else, blame God, and miss the whole point. So I want you to turn, if you will, to the book toward the back of the New Testament in 1 Peter. And I want us to look at this first chapter and the first few verses here, because he's talking to people, writing to people, rather, who are going through some very difficult times. They're being persecuted because of their love for the Lord Jesus Christ and their devotion to him. And naturally, they've got some questions. Listen to and read Peter's awesome response to what they're going through. And so he begins in this first chapter, beginning in verse 3. Listen to what he says. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who, according to his great mercy, has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. He says we have a living hope. This is the mercy of God. To obtain an inheritance which is imperishable, undefiled, and will not fade away reserved in heaven for you. That is for you who have protected by the power of God through faith for a salvation ready to be revealed in the last times. Now watch this. In this, you greatly rejoice, even though now, for a little while, if necessary, you have been distressed by various trials, so that the proof of your faith, 
being more precious than gold, which is perishable, even though tested by fire, may be found to result in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. And though you have not seen him, you love him. And though you do not see him now, but believe in him, you greatly rejoice with joy inexpressible and full of glory. Now, think about it for a moment. I don't know what you're going through, but more than likely, you've asked a couple of questions. Why has this happened to me? And God, why don't you remove this? And remember this, more important than God removing the difficulty, hardship, pain, and suffering, more important to him than that is that you and I learn something that we benefit, that we walk away from whatever we're going through in life, being able to say deeply within our heart, honestly, thank you, dear God, for all you've brought me through. Thank you, dear God, for what you're in the process of teaching me in this. Many people don't want to be taught. Many people just want a quick escape. But a wise man or woman does not want to go through heartache and suffering and trial and all the things that can happen to a person and just come out empty, hopeless and helpless and thinking again, wonder what God is up to in my life and all this. Do I believe that God loves me enough that he's up to something good? So from the viewpoint of wisdom, what are the purposes for these trials in our life? And the first one is simply this, as he says in this first chapter of First uh, Peter, listen to what he says. He says, in this you greatly rejoice, even though now for a little while, if necessary, you've been distressed by various trials. For what reason? He says, look, right now you're going through a difficult time. So that, in order that, for this purpose, what is that? That the proof of your faith, and that is not proof in like we think about it, but, but proof that is being approved. That's what that word means. In order that our faith would be approved. Proof that is strong, being more precious than gold, which is perishable. That he says, in God's eyes, look at this. Your faith is more valuable, as far as God is concerned, than gold and silver and all the rest. So he says, one of the reasons that we're going through it is for God to do what? He's going to do something to your faith. He's going to strengthen your faith. One of your greatest assets is your faith. Because it's by your faith. And how many times we go to the scriptures and we find verses in the Bible about prayer and linked with that of faith, trusting God. And so God tests us by allowing us to be persecuted, hurt, pain, suffering, all kind of loss, whatever it might be. And as he watches us walk through that and he, as he sees our faith growing and we persevere and we don't quit, we don't give up. We don't grow bitter and resentful and hostile toward other people because of what's happening to us. What happens? Our faith grows. And the greater your faith, the stronger your personal relationship to the Lord. Now, a second thing is this, uh, the, the testing of our devotion. Do I love him? Do I only love him when everything's going my way? Can I honestly say that I love Jesus Christ as my personal Savior? And so oftentimes we find out where we are. Test our devotion. When I feel pain more than I think I can bear, can I still say, God, I truly love you? It's those tests in which we find out who we really are, what we're like. Then, of course, 
there is the purpose of purifying our life. And when I think about God purifying us, think about this. Pain is a, has a purifying factor in it. There's something about pain that purifies. It reaches the depths of our soul and our spirit and brings us to the reality and the truthfulness about ourselves. And a person can go along in life and sort of get along as they would think, and I'm doing fine as a Christian, and a lot of things in their life that shouldn't be there, and all of a sudden the bottom drops out of their life, there's pain, suffering, heartache, troubles, and trials, and then what do they do? They want to cry out to God to help them. And most of the time, what is he going to do? He's going to start not with the physical ailment. He's going to start in the spirit, in the heart, what's going on in your life. And many people prolong the suffering because they will not acknowledge that God is in the process of purifying their life. Now, another reason is that God takes an opportunity to do what? To show himself strong in our life. We go through trials and heartaches and we think, God, how am I going to handle this? And God steps into that situation and demonstrates his awesome power. And he demonstrates what he's able to do and what he's willing to do, what he can do in your life if you're willing to listen to him. So God has purposes. He doesn't let these things go by without specific purposes. And so that's one of them. That was Dr. Charles Stanley. And you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under Charles Stanley Wisdom in the Midst of Trials. You can also find out more information about him at his website, intouch.org. Hope you have a great day, and I'll see you again tomorrow. God bless.